0: The exclusive gospel demands a clear and emphatic answer in defense of the faith once and for all delivered to the saints. To be wrong here is to be wrong everywhere else that truly matters. To be wrong here is to be wrong about the saving mission and sin bearing work of Christ. To be wrong here is to be wrong about the very nature of the death and resurrection of our Lord and Savior. To be wrong here is to be entirely wrong about the way of salvation that leads to God. To be wrong here is to pave the broad path that leads to eternal destruction and damnation. We must be unwavering in our assertion that the gospel is the only way of salvation. The entire Bible is staunchly and strictly assertive about this cardinal truth. From Genesis to Revelation, the entire Bible speaks with one voice, and that without stuttering or stammering, that salvation is by grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone, and there is not one drop of saving grace outside of those three solas.
1: Well, God bless you. Welcome to Prophetic Whispers. That is the great Dr. Steve Lawson, and he's preaching the intolerant and the exclusive gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ at a conference. And and it's important for us to realize that there's only one gospel. There's only one Christ. There's only one faith, one Lord, one baptism. This is important for us to re-refocus and regroup ourselves. Around God's word again. There's only one way to do this. It it, it amazes me the neo church or the new church, or the the new generation or the or what we call the progressive ones. You know, one the the ones that um, that embrace all the social cultural issue uh uh ministries the ones that are woke completely woke LGBTQ oh yes god god accepts the LGBTQ and so should you because God is love and yeah you know, all those those ones oh you know immigration oh just open the borders because you gotta be kind to strangers and, and and the whole nine yards destroy your citizenship destroy your citizenry destroy all all your economics because people people are in need oh yeah we got we got a woke we got a woke church that don't understand the Bible. They don't understand the biblical perspectives, and and Steve Lawson speaks of the exclusivity, that there that there are things that are excluded. Everybody wants this in this 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 tolerant Bible, where we tolerate everything. But Paul preached an intolerant gospel. Paul preached. A gospel of exclusivity. Paul preached a yes and no gospel. Paul preached a gospel that was so narrow. That was so narrow. You know, it's a Matthew gospel. You know, narrow is the way that leads to life. Few find it. See, that that, that was Paul. Paul didn't have this um, inclusive gospel, yeah, you could do this and you could do that, and you could do this and you know it's, it just amazes me how, how we in the, we in the 21st century add things that the Bible never advocates. And yet because we, we, we extrapolate the laws of God out of the love of God in which the love of God flows through God's law. But we 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 make this because of love you can do all these there's a, the, the Bible is now inclusive because of love because love would never exclude anybody. Listen, if you got a marriage and you love your wife, you you are exclusive, exclusive to her, exclusive to your family, you are exclusive. When you look at the laws of God, the seventh commandment of the of the um of the ten commandments, thou shalt not commit adultery. That's the exclusivity. Of love and marriage. And so we, we we are in a we are in a cultural war. Where if you ask, I, I dare you to go in and ask people, well, ask people do you can you be gay and be saved? Can you be does God love the homosexuals? Can can you know ask, ask, you know what about immigration? does God say anything about it? ask people around you, ask your youth. Did you know? Remember that uh, I believe that Laura Dangle, Dangle uh singer, that, that went on, that went on. Um, I believe it was DeGeneres' show, and and they were just loving our new Christian artists. Oh, they just love because her her songs are number one, and she's so popular. And and, and uh, they asked her, well, you know, what does what do you feel about uh, God's word and what it says about homosexuality? Well, I really don't know anything about that. You're gonna have to ask you're gonna have to ask my pastor. I, you know, who am I to judge? What? Oh, there's another gospel out there, huh? What are you teaching in your churches, right? Where our kids are not prepared with an answer that they don't know who's indoctrinating the children, who's indoctrinating the church, who's really teaching, who's really teaching your family about the things of God. And so when Paul when Paul writes in Galatians, it's because we have a perversion a perverting of the gospel coming. People are adding things to the exclusivity of God's word. And Paul is is fighting off the perversion of the gospel with some very strong language, and when I look at this scripture here, um, I mean this, this was so volatile. Okay, this was so volatile that the region of Galatia, the region, the region of Galatia, the four churches that were actually affected by this, you know, in Antioch. I, I read this before, but I, 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 let me reiterate this because you have to understand the 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 fellowship of churches can be affected by perverted gospel there's there's the southern baptist listen listen <laughs> you know the southern baptist which incorporated critical race theory the hegemony the the, the victimhood the rules of marxism they have indo- they have they have made that available as tools to measure how we understand culture instead of god's word and then they put god's word on top of everything listen we we have a lot of work to do. This is how important churches are. And so when these four churches, Galatia, Antioch, Iconium, Lystria, Derby, when they started being taught by church people that came from Jerusalem. We'll bear that out in a minute. That came from Jerusalem, from James. You find that in Galatians chapter 2, but they came from James, they came from Jerusalem. The home base, and they began to say that you need to be that the Gentiles need to be circumcised. Okay, that was their mission. They began to pervert the gospel. They began to they began to say that if you're a Gentile, if you're born again, that you must live like a Jew. You have to live Judaism. You have to you have to show us a sign on the outside that you are a covenant keeper through circumcision. And so when you start looking at this perverting of the Bible, Paul goes bananas in so much that, that it spurned Galatians chapter 1. But there was so much controversy that they had to call a council in Jerusalem. And you'll find this in Acts chapter 15, 18 through 30. Now I'm going to read this to you because this is the context so that now you understand, you will understand why Paul writes such a fiery letter. This, I mean, the 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 book of Galatians is full of of Holy Ghost fire, it's full of it's full of intolerant phrases. It's full of get right or get left. It's full of that. It's full of doctrinal truth that cannot be shaken by just by just uh, saying, well, you know, uh, if you feel like it. No, no, the, Paul Paul writes exclusively in fiery letters. I, I like what it says in in the sixth chapter of Galatians you can write this one down okay this is this is good to know that Paul writes in big letters. Galatians six eleven says, "I write this letter with my own hands in such large letters." In other words, you you know when somebody's yelling at you at uh, uh, on text message, right? They're yelling at you, and so th- they write in all bold letters. That's that that's Paul saying, "I'm writing so big that you if you don't get it now, you you if you don't get it then you'll get it now." Read my letter. I'm making these letters big. This is one of the letters that we know for a fact. Okay, that we know for a fact that Paul wrote himself because he says, he says so. He didn't use Luke. He didn't use an assistant. He didn't use any of them. That letter was written between the, the year of four forty AD and 47 AD. So we have a good grasp on this letter being written by Paul himself. What? It was an attack on Paul himself. It was an attack on on, on Paul's preaching and teaching and his And his authenticity of being an apostle—that he was a second-rate guy—we know that for that that to be further from the truth. But when you're living in real time at that time, this was a real assault on Paul's authority as an apostle of the Lord Jesus Christ. And and so when you read Galatians, you have to read it as Paul debunking debunking all their all their false doctrines. It's not Jesus, it's not sir, Jesus and circumcision. It's Christ and Christ alone. It's the perverting, it's adding something to the gospel. It's adding to. Martin Luther. He he what what do you think sparked um sparked the great reformation? Was what they were adding to? And Martin Luther comes up with, no, no, only grace and grace alone. He told him, you guys have perverted the the eternal word of God. That got him excommunicated. But we are where we are today because men of God stand up. Listen, we've got to stand up again and fight against the perverting of God's word. The twisting of God's word. The okaying of what God never okays. Putting in... Social practice, I mean, this is what gets, this is what just blows me away. That when the the educational systems do something, the culture does something, we try to incorporate it in the church so people can assimilate better. Why don't we just preach and teach? Why don't we just preach the Word of God again? Instead of trying to be culturally relevant. Acts chapter 15, 18 through 30 says this, Known to known to God from eternity all His works. Therefore, I judge that we should, we should, we should not trouble those from among the Gentiles who, who are turning to God, but that we write to them to abstain from things pulled by, polluted by idols, from sexual immorality, and from strangle and things strangled from blood. For Moses has throughout many generations those who preach him in every city being read in the synagogues every Sabbath. Then it pleased the apostles and the elders with the whole church to send chosen men of their own company to Antioch with Paul and Barnabas, namely Judas, who also named Barsabbas and Silas, leading men among the brethren. They wrote this letter to them, The apostles, the elders, and the brethren, to the brethren who are, in, who are of the Gentiles in Antioch, Syria, Cilicia, greetings since we have heard that some who went out from us have troubled you with words, unsettling your soul, saying, You must be circumcised and keep the law. To whom we gave no such command, it seemed good to us being assembled with one accord to send chosen men to you with our beloved Barnabas and Paul, men who have risked their lives for the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We have therefore sent Judas and Silas who will also report the same things by word of mouth. For it seemed good to the Holy Ghost and to us, to lay hands upon you no greater burden than these necessary things. These are necessary. Listen to this. Abstain from things offered idols, from blood, from things strangled, and from sexual immorality. If you keep these things, you will do well. So after this meeting, after this was the great council here. This is what they came out. They're going to send a letter back to these people. They, they sent this. In. Hey, look. get No, you do not have. We're not going to put this burden on you. We're not going to put this this Jewish burden on you. We're not going to put Judaism on you. It's Christ and Christ alone. However, you must stay away from these things. These things are consistent. Throughout the word of God. Consistent. And the main one is what? Flee sexual immorality. Pornos. The harlotry. The the sexual perversions. And I know. Can you be gay and be saved? Homosexual. Oh God would. uh, No. This is a consistent thing throughout the scriptures. Stay away from perversions. Okay. Stay away from perversions. Very consistent. And this and again, some people, some people just would act like it's not even there. they they can they can live promiscu- in, in promiscuity all they want. And nobody's gonna say anything. But Paul does. And so Paul writes in in Galatians chapter one, six through ten. We're gonna touch this one more time and I'll and I'll close uh I'll close in about 10-15 minutes here. But I, I, I want to show you the exclusivity. That Paul's not playing their game. Paul wasn't sitting there because don't forget in verse ten they call him uh, they call him a man pleaser. Do you want do you persuade men? They were accusing him of of, of being a man pleaser because Gentiles were getting filled with the Holy Spirit. Gentiles were filling the churches. Gentiles were being saved everywhere with Paul. And so Paul, Paul addresses that with his message. He addresses being a man pleaser. He addresses the fact that, that you can't win pleasing man. That his message was not to please, please man, but his message came from God. Watch this. And I'm, gonna, I'm going to just give, uh, we're going to go through 6 through 10 real quick. And uh, then we'll move from there uh, later on. He says, I marvel that you turn away so soon from Him who called you into the grace. I like this. I, I I marvel. In other words, I'm mind blown. I'm mind blown. I I can't believe you that I was just with you and now I'm mind blown. I'm mind blown. How quickly! That's in today's book uh, vernacular. Okay, I'm mind blown. I marvel. I'm shocked. Okay, that you turned away so soon from Him who called you. And now, now that word turned away, it, it, it's, it's a military term which means to become a turncoat. It means to become those that um, that uh, leave their post. Where you should be fighting the enemy. Where you should be defending the faith. Where you should be standing strong in doctrine. You abandoned that because you turned away. You quit in the park. You went AWOL. Paul is marvel. He's mind blown at how soon... They've turned away from him. Listen, the gospel is personal. The gospel is holy. The gospel is God. You want to know the glory of God? Read the gospels. You see you, you see, um, you see, a manifestation of, uh, of the book of John where, where John writes, it says that we beheld his glory as only the begotten Son of the Father, filled with grace and truth. You saw in Christ the glory of God, the unfolding of the gospel. The unfolding of the gospel, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, those those four perspectives, the synoptic gospel, those four perspectives try to capture all the glorious works of Christ. But it's but the gospel is connected to him, and he is connected to the gospel. It is him. I said this before, I'll relay this again. That all the knowledge of God is in Christ. He is the our typical one, he is knowledge. You cannot know anything outside of Christ. And so when you turn your back on Scripture, when you turn your back, you are turning your back on Him. You're going a wall against Him. Paul writes specifically about being sound in doctrine, not being tossed like a wave of the sea to and fro. He, he speaks of that throughout his epistles, about being rooted and grounded in love, being, being locked into Christ not being not being pulled away or or caused to turn away and, and Paul is here in, in Galatians chapter chapter uh, one verse six says I'm I'm mind blown how quickly you have abandoned how quickly you turned your back how quickly you went AWOL how quickly you left your post how quickly you you've deserted him him see you're not, you're not deserting an ideology. You're not, you're not renouncing Christianity. You're renouncing God. You're renouncing God. Watch this. He called you into His grace by Christ Jesus to a different gospel. A different gospel, which is not another. In other words, Paul is bringing an exclusivity. There's no other gospel. There's no different to God. These people are calling you to a different gospel. The word different is the it's Greek word the Greek word heteros a different of a different a, a different and a different kind not just different in numerology but different in kind another a different one heteros heteros it's a human being a woman is a human being but she's a different kind this is a, a different nature a different, a different modus operandi, if you will. And Paul is writing here. He says he, to you, he goes, "I, I marvel that you turned away so quickly from a di- to a different gospel, which is not another gospel." <laughs> this is crazy. Paul's Paul's actually sitting there going, "I cannot believe that you 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 turned diamonds down for dirt, that you went to ground beef, and I gave you filet mignon." I gave reality. They're giving you theories. I've given you faith in Christ. And you've taken the works of man on. How quickly. He goes, I'm mind blown that you went into a different gospel. A heteros. Different. A different kind. And Paul writes this and says, which is not another. Which is not another. In other words, there's no other gospel than mine they can call it that they can call it, they can they can they can use scripture to you know they can put lipstick on a pig all they want but it's still a pig that's what Paul was saying he says which is not another but there is some who trouble you okay there is some who trouble you and this is these are the these are the the teachings that go on that trouble people that unsettle them see teaching is very dangerous that's why, that's why when somebody says, well, you know, um, uh, I, I'm just, uh, uh, I, I, I just read the Bible. And, and not, listen, you have to study the Bible. You have to understand the hermeneutical laws and rules in place so that you don't fall into error. And you rightly divide the word of God. That, you know, our understanding needs to be elevated a little bit. We need different books and perspectives. We need dictionaries. Because why do we need dictionaries? Because it's a historical perspective. It comes from language. Words. Words mean something. And so when I look when I look at this this here, which is not another. That word another is is the is, is the opposite of heteros. Heteros means heteros means a different, another of a different kind. But he uses the word another, allos, A-L-L-O-S, which means another of the same kind. Another of the same kind. In other words, when when he starts talking about his gospel, he's talking about the one he received from Christ, period. It's not hetero's. It's not a different one. He didn't come outside. He goes, this is what I received from Christ. This is the gospel. And the other ones that trouble you are the ones that brought you a heteros gospel. It's like this woke Christianity we have right now that says, you know, we're so progressive. They act like they're discovering things. Oh, we're discovering human human um, emotion. We're discovering human feelings. We're discovering human ideas. We're discovering the greatness of man. No, no. Discover the greatness of God. See, you forgot the reality of god see it's not so much that you're discovering new things the cultures discovering new things it's that forgetting the origins they are dis- the they they they're forgetting the purity and the holiness that comes from the exclusive gospel the purity of god's word paul says hey i'm not preaching you a different gospel a heteros totally different i'm teaching you I'm giving you another gospel, giving you which is not another gospel. In other words, there's no other one. There's only one, and all these and all these uh, what what we would call the um, there's 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 uh, there is kind of this uh, this transhumanism that's going on. If you're paying attention to the culture, if you're paying attention to what. Um, what uh, the the guy with um, with Bezos doing, and and uh, some of the progressive scientists are doing? They're going into transhumanism. What what does that mean? More than human. They're, they're looking at the more than human meaning. They're trying to they're trying to go beyond what God did. They're trying to go beyond God. Because when you go beyond anthropos, you go beyond. They try the next thing is to go beyond theos. Why? Why? Because they want to show that they're greater than God. They want to show that there is no God. They want to show that man is man is 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 limited, and God, what God did was not sufficient. That's a heteros. That's another. That's another biblical. That's another carnal worldview, humanism. A a man a a world without God, without its creator. That all that's all coming from the 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 other gospel, the heteros gospel. And Paul says there's no other gospel. I don't care what you call it, it's not the gospel. The gospel belongs to God. The gospel belongs to Christ. It's the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's the, it's the historic move of when God came into when God came into time and place and, and He He tempted Himself and showed us His glory as only the begotten Son of the Father. So Paul's writing here, and Paul is not putting up with their with their garbage of circumcision and the teachers that came from Jerusalem. I don't care what. Look, there there are a lot of well-meaning people that do the wrong things, say the wrong things, are not updated and haven't had not had an update to the biblical um, to the biblical uh, hard drive in a while, and they need to get a they need to get an upload on that. But Paul writes in, in the verse 6-10, through 10, and he says, But there are some who trouble you. you you, and want to pervert the gospel, pervert to twist it, to, to, to make a turn in it. They want to trouble. They want to agitate you. They want to cause you to be disquieted inside, to cause you turmoil and trouble. I mean, this was a big thing. I, I don't know about you, but if I came to Christ at, at my age now... <laughs> And they told me that in order for me to, to be born again, I go to heaven. I would have to circumcise myself. I I that that make me a little uh, nervous. That make me a little nervous. But that's what that word pervert means. They're adding things on. They're how how much how much has this cultural culture added to the gospel? Oh, you could do this. You could do this. You could do this, and 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 you could do this. Oh, that's a lot. Well, God loves that. God God, not going to say anything about that. Oh, yes, because God is love. All, the, all is permissible. Watch this. Paul's talking about those that pervert, those that cause people to become disturbed, and those, that, uh, those issues that, that will cause people to become disturbed will pervert the truth. You know the truth. They tell you something different, and it begins a stirring inside of you, and that's perversion. They're twisting the truth. But Paul writes, he says, but even if we are an angel from heaven, now I, I love this. If we are an angel from heaven, Paul begins to go full board into the spirit realm. Why? Because Jerusalem was the epicenter of the move of the Holy Spirit. They were well aware of the angel that came and delivered Peter. They're well aware of the, the spiritual supernatural dynamics that they saw in Jerusalem. So Paul takes a swipe and says even if the angelic messenger comes in because they were spirit and Paul swipes at their spirituality because there are people who say believe me because I had a dream, believe me because you know I had a vision, believe me because an angel talked to me. Paul says no no, if a, if the gospel changes if all of a sudden now the preaching a gospel of in, of in, uh, of inclusiveness A gospel of impurity. A gospel of sexual immorality. Because they moved the goalposts in the culture. And now they're trying to move the goalposts in the church. And they use the Bible schools to make that happen. So doctors of theology are now critical race theorists. Marxist teachers. Propagators of... Of uh, what we call victimhood thinking that there's always an oppressor that they can never get ahead that everything is racist. There's an injustice in the world and it's and it's crazy stuff. oh okay, that God is love and and, and and anybody can love anybody because you know love does see no colors and love sees no genders and love sees no garbage. Paul writes to the exclusivity of the gospel. And he says if an angel comes in and teaches anything that what I teach, he says, let them be a curse, anathema, devoted to destruction. Paul puts Paul puts everyone on notice if you're preaching anything but faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, the power of the Holy Spirit, the exalted word of God. The supremacy of Christ. If you are teaching anything. If you are adding cultural situations and cultural, um, cultural uh, um, persuasions into the word of God. And causing and twisting it. Causing trouble. He says. Anathema for you. Let him be accursed. Anathema devoted to destruction. It's the idea. Listen, Paul was not messing with these people. Paul was not messing with his gospel. Paul was not allowing you to mess with the gospel. Paul wasn't allowing anybody. I don't care if that's not nice. Paul didn't care about not being nice. He cared about being right before God and making sure that the gospel stayed pure. And we're living in a day where there's so much, there's so much ambiguity. I wonder what God. No, God's very clear. Paul is very clear. Even I, I love I love the consistency of Acts chapter fifteen when they said, "Okay, listen, no circumcision, but listen, there's some things you're gonna have to do. You're gonna stay away from things, uh, sacrifice to idols and things that idols produce. You have to stay away from that. You know, discipline yourself from that. You know, um, animals that were strangled with blood or drinking blood, stay away from that. And also sexual immorality." Why did he hit those? Because those are consistent throughout the Bible, old and new. This is important for you to understand. It's important for me to wrap my mind around that I will preach no other gospel. You should preach and listen to no other gospel, no matter how good it makes you feel, no matter how good it makes it it, it, it props you up. If it's in addition to. If it begins to include instead of exclude, there's no standards. There's no biblical. If there's no biblical um, righteousness, holiness. If there's no transformation. If there's if there's no repentance of sin. If there's no acknowledgment of man being man being a um, a sinner, needing of repentance, needing a savior. If there's none of that. You know, there's the, the, this this ideology that goes out there and says, "Well, you know, God God accepts you the way you are. You don't have to change." No, no. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. All things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. There's a there's a point of transformation. That some some things are more gradual than others. I get that. Okay, sanctification is a process. Holiness is a journey but it begins with the one true gospel if you pervert the gospel you are a curse and i know the 11th commandment of christian goes i can't be cursed god doesn't curse nobody that that a loving god wouldn't wouldn't devote damnation to someone Well, you don't know your bible you don't know your bible the false teachers the false, the false, ideologies are judged, and Paul don't play, and neither should you, and neither should I. Well, God bless you. Thank you for listening to Prophetic Whispers today. Uh, we'll try to get on more. Man, again, my my time here. We've had some construction in the house, and it's been crazy busy, but um, we'll continue this uh, lesson. Through the book of Galatians. Because Paul has a lot of things to say. We're going to talk about the confrontation of Peter. How Paul calls him a hypocrite to his face. Because of what he did. What he denied. Paul confronts perversion. Hmm. Kind of crazy, huh? Some of us just say, Oh, let them do whatever they want to do. Let them be whatever they want to be. No. That's not Paul. Paul was going to defend God and the insight and the revelation of who God is. That's what Paul is going to defend. So God bless you. Thank you for listening to Prophetic Whispers. And we will talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye.